0: radioinfluence.com you are in the trenches with former buccaneers offensive lineman ian beckles on radio influence hello everybody this is ian beckles and welcome back to in the trenches hopefully everybody enjoyed their sunday of football viewing yesterday i watched a whole lot of football and um if you think you know football good for you, you're the one. Because there was crazy football going on all over the place. Upsets and craziness and comebacks and first time stuff. Uh, we didn't see anything real crazy in New Orleans. The Buccaneers go over there and beat the Saints 20-10. to 10. And if you want me to sit here and nitpick the Buccaneers for beating the Saints 20-10 to 10 in their house, that's not what I'm going to do. Because I've been around here since 1990, and I don't think I can count on one hand how many times the Buccaneers beat the Saints in their house by 10 points. Not going to nitpick. But if you look down the line and you look at the Buccaneers and you look at where they're going to go or where they're going, let's be real, okay? Offensively, can anybody say we're playing well offensively? Can anybody put their hands up and say we're playing well offensively? Can anybody put their hands up and say we play well defensively? I'm putting my hand up right now. We're playing fantastic defensively. Does anybody think we've been challenged yet defensively? Now I'm gonna say this, being challenged is about yourself, I get that. You, The Buccaneers playing great defense made it challenging on the other team. But all we've seen is Dak Prescott with minimal wep- weapons, uh, it's safe to say minimal weapons. And then we've seen Jameis Winston who has become that check down guy with minimal weapons without Alvin Kamara. Does anybody think that that game looks the same with with Alvin Kamara in the game? It's going to be a little bit different. The Buccaneers are a really good defensive team. Congratulations to Todd Bowles. Offensively, we look like we probably should look if our quarterback missed 11 days of training camp. It's probably about what we look like. And we probably look like an offense that's missing two offensive linemen. We're an offense that doesn't really have a tight end. And we're looking like an offense that doesn't have Julio Jones. And Mike Evans is going to be suspended for one game. And we're going to get to that in a second. Uh, That's what we look like. We don't look out of character. And for the Buccaneers to be 2-0 against two playoff-bound football teams, we got to be happy. You have to be happy. Now, let's get to this Mike Evans thing if I played football here for seven years, played in the league for nine years, I was the guy to come after somebody. I mean, you could look at the film. If somebody's pushing my people down, here I come. But you have to make choices and you have to make good decisions, okay? My Evans made a bad decision yesterday. And the problem is, you can't keep on making the same decisions and you know, think nobody's gonna slap you on your wrist. He did it before to the same guy. They have, a, they have a history. Lattimore shut down Mike Evans a lot, most of the time. So my problem is this, Mike, we're playing football. You wanna get physical? Get physical during the game. Don't get physical when everything is stopped, okay? Here's my beef. Bruce Arians, put your ass up in the press box, okay? Bruce Arians shouldn't be the one starting beef at a ruckus with Lattimore. Bruce Arians started it, okay? No, Lattimore, obviously, the football player, he used to know better. But if you're drawing with the the ex-head coach, okay, you're a player that just made a play, and you're drawing with the ex-head coach, I'm on the football player's side. What the hell is the ex-head coach doing on the field anyways? What's he doing there? Bruce Arians started all this. Todd Bowles needs to pull Bruce Arians aside and say, take your ass up in the press box. You started this. If Bruce Arians isn't on the sideline, that doesn't happen, does it? Because Lattimore was going at Bruce Arians, okay? and then Tom came in, and then then, it escalated, okay? Well, it's all said and done. Mike Evans is suspended for one game. So we have our best receiver suspended for the game against Green Bay. Uh, I think we're gonna need him against Green Bay, I would think, on a Monday night football game. You have to think, Mike, okay? Think of how you're gonna feel watching your brothers playing Monday night football against the Green Bay Packers and that greasy Aaron Rodgers. And how are you going to feel if we just lose that game? How are you going to feel? You got to think about that before you make this cockamamie decisions to be a vigilante, okay? Once again, I get it. I'm the guy that protected my people too. You got to make the right decisions. Listen. Mike Evans made the wrong decision, period, end of story. I don't want to hear about it. Whether it's warranted or not, really doesn't matter. Listen, there's times where I'll punch somebody in the face, whether it's the right decision or not, that's really not up to me, okay? You, you, You do things sometimes on a whim when you're in battle. He did something on a whim in battle and he was wrong, period. Was he in the wrong? No. Did he do something wrong? Yes, because you got suspended a game. And here's the irony of the whole thing. It goes to a suspension crew, I guess, or a football operations vice president, which happens to be John Runyon. And uh, why do I know that name? Because John Runyon was one of my favorite players back in the day, uh, a right tackle for the uh, Eagles. I didn't play with him, but I loved the way he played. But the ironic part is John Runyon's uh, son is on the Green Bay Packers. So wouldn't he have to step aside to make a decision wouldn't you you know isn't there some personal feeling to the green bay packers so i don't think that should should be the case to be honest with you and i guess it's gonna be evans is gonna appeal it and he's gonna get a game you you can't tell me they're not gonna let you do the same shit twice and let you get away with it twice come on stop it if you get caught cheating one time people don't cheat again because your wife's not gonna let you cheat the second time don't he shouldn't have done it the second time, and that was the unfortunate thing. Now go back to the football game in general. Uh, if you look at the statistics, okay? If you didn't watch the game, I watched the whole game. And let me let me hit it up in a, in a nutshell. Offensively, we played terribly, okay? I, I don't care what anybody says. This is an offense last year that had probably averaged, and I haven't looked at it. I bet this offense averaged 25 uh, first downs a, a, a game last week, last year. We had 13 yesterday, okay? 13, one by rushing, one, all right? We had four first downs by penalty, 13 first downs. That's bad football, all right? Five for 17 on third down, bad football. 0 for 1 on fourth down, bad football. We were out rushed. we were out everything, but we won the football game. What was the difference, everybody? Anybody know what the difference was? Turnovers, period. Getting on Jameis, if you're a tight game and you have a, 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 you, you have a quarterback that has to throw the ball 45 times, give me Tom Brady. You know who I don't want? Jameis Winston. I don't want Jameis Winston. All right? I don't want Jameis Winston throwing the ball 45, 50 times. I want Jameis Winston throwing the ball 25 times. He's way more efficient that way. So, Jameis Winston was put in a situation yesterday where, where the defense was preying on him. Now, defensively, we're playing great. I still don't think we have a great pass rush. Uh, we depend too much on gimmicks to get to the passer. If I ask you who's our best rusher right now, it would be Shaq Barrett. Uh, JTS, number nine, I keep people keep on telling me he's good. I swear to God I've not seen a good play yet. Has he made a play? Sure. Everybody makes plays. I could put you on a football field. You make a play, I'll make a play. Make a football play. And a football player is running through somebody, being an NFL lineman, doing something special. He's not done that yet to this, to, to my recollection. Has he made a couple plays? Sure. But when he's unblocked or when he falls into something, all right? So not a fan. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not a fan. He may uh, develop into something, but I'm not seeing it. And like I, I'm... I've been on the radio for a long time, and there's, there's certain players I've questioned in the past that other people have told me were good. The first one was Gaines Adams. The other one was Barrett Rude. The other one's Gerald McCoy. Go and look and see what they did when they left. Amass it all. And see how many tackles they had when they left. Go ahead and check that out. Joe Tryon Srianka right now, to me, can't play football. Okay, And other teams know it. He's running up the field. We did not have any our, our gap placement right. If the one thing we were poor at yesterday was our, our fitting for our rushing, Early in the game, they were gouging us on the rush. That's what I'm telling you. When they have Alvin Kamara, that's going to be a different bird, okay? So the Buccaneers come out of this. The Buccaneers are 2-0. Monday Night Football, Green Bay Packers, they don't get no better than that. I, mean, I don't hate anybody more than the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I can't stand Aaron Rodgers, To be honest with you. Out of every player in the league, I think he might be my number one guy. I hope we smash him. Uh, they looked good yesterday, but... I don't know if Aaron's that guy to throw the ball 50 times anymore either. They ran the hell of that football. And I'll tell you what, if the Buccaneers, I'm not sure they've been challenged yet. They haven't been challenged. Green Bay Packers are going to challenge them running that football to, on, on Monday night. That is for sure. Guaranteed. So we're going to know after Monday night if this team is legitimate. And then you have the Kansas City Chiefs on a short week. So I'm going to say to everybody right now, don't overreact. Don't underreact. We're 2 and we oh. 0 uh, you could blink, and we can be four and zero. Oh, you could blink, and we could be two and two. That's the way football is. And there's a lot of teams, this you know, going on right now, overreacting over what happened on the weekend. And it's not overreacting. You have to react over what happened. And our Buccaneers. If you're a Buccaneer fan, you have to feel good about what's going on, in a way. Like if I if I say your Bucks are two and zero, oh, are you happy? Yes. If I say to you, do you see something developing? You would say our defense is playing great, but that's it. We don't have much else. Who's shining on offense? Where's our consistency? We don't quite have that yet. This is what's great about football. As the season progresses, you can start to get better at things. And if you're winning along the way, it doesn't doesn't really matter. So right now the Bucks haven't done too many things consistently offensively. And they are 2-0. So life is good. Our quarterback did miss 11 days in training camp. So maybe this is the way it's supposed to look early, but I'll take 2-0 all day long and we'll see what happens on monday night if anybody ever wants to hit me up it's ian black ian beckles at radioinfluence.com. i have a text here or an email from pizza lover um and it says i understand we have to run the ball more and stay balanced but this uh running on first down thing is getting out of control we had literally eight or nine saints within six yards of the line of scrimmage and going downhill at the snap uh, i'm gonna say this if don't trip off of every time there's not a successful run on first down because it's necessary. If you come out and you run, you pass the ball all the time on first down or you run the ball all the time on first down, none of that's good. You have to mix things up, okay? Play action sounds great. It sounds great. But if you're play actioning when the other team is coming downhill, you will get yourself in trouble sometimes. They're blitzing and you're play actioning, that, that equates to big plays or turnovers for the defense. So it's all about it's a chess game. Football's a chess game. Play action is good against certain looks, certain feels. And it's just about Byron Leffich knowing when the best time to call that. And the best time to call a play action, I hope everybody knows this is when you're running the ball effectively. And it's important that the Bucks run the ball effectively. I didn't think they ran the ball well enough yesterday. I thought they would have ran the ball like a champion in week one. So hopefully they get back to that. So once again, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com if anybody wants to email me and let's hope that we get it done Monday night. Everybody have a wonderful week. Let's rejoice. We're 2-0 and, oh, and I'll see you again next week. Everybody have a wonderful week. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast.